man had been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy just completed our first week of the fantasy season but with the way that some of us are talking in the group chat it seems like we might as well be approaching playoffs with uh, all the inclusions we're jumping to boys how are we we're doing well doing well i'm doing great i think you should add someone though off that recent comment connor who are you eyeing there i could name half the names in our league at this point all the hippie hoppy we're doing to each conclusion i mean I, it feels like we're ready to throw out the playoff standings like everyone's gearing up at this point hey i respect it one and yeah, there's a lot great. of liquid courage going on in chat right now but hey we're starting with lee strong it's how 2020 is going and we're gonna keep rolling with it Who's jumping in? No, let's hear it. I do want to shout out. Uh, sorry, I do want to shout out the Luke Cutler for uh, landing the job. Oh, yeah, that's uh, sipping on some red right now in honor of Luke. Very proud of you, brother. I think the uh, mafia hit list when you sent it in for the job interview was a massive win. So great job. Cheers to that. Love that. Um, well, we've just completed our first week. Dylan, are you uh, going to give a rundown of last week's shenanigans? Yep, absolutely. So as Connor mentioned, week one happened. Uh, a lot of front runners here, so we'll roll through it. Um, I beat Zarek. Evan beat... Whoa. Brent beat Evan. Excuse me. Uh, Reed beat Aaron. Tyler had a Monday Night Miracle. Beat Jackson by 0.7 points. Trey beat Luke. And then Jack got after Connor. Connor, how are we feeling after we ask me if I would draft James Connor again? <laughs> Most likely would you not. James Connor again. It I takes mean, a big man to do that. It wasn't our best week. We it. had some. Uh, it was a rocky start. What can we say? But it's week one. We're finding out a lot about my team. Not finding a whole lot of great things about my team. But we're finding out things nonetheless. And uh, it's early. I don't know if I've won my first game of the year uh, yet in this league. You might need our league historian to go back and check that. Uh, Stories to coming from behind. We're uh, feeling good, though. I think we have some pieces that might come together, depending on the Peyton Lindsay news uh, with Melvin. And uh, Benny Snell is better than James Conner anyway. So we're doing great. Benny Snell did look pretty good. <clears throat> something to look uh, for. On Monday, so. Could be something for you. Brent, let's see your stats. Well, what Toss do we need? In there. I'm, I was just going to throw them in. Yeah, so we our pod recently got called out for not having Disgusting. Stats, too much bant. Our own namesake. For those of you who know me, you know I'm not a stat I've guy. I've always known you'd be a banter a guy stat. first and There's stat no guy second. That's correct. <laughs> but 
Well, I got a him. couple sheets of notes today. Rapid so fire. Fire off with the boys. Oh. 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 No, I was okay. going to throw him in the matchups. I went. Oh. Stats. Wow. Oh. All right. For the players in the matchups. Not expecting that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I went all out this week. So, uh, do, you, do you have a teleprompter job, or are you just, just firing off yesterday. the cuff here? Okay. I like that. A little bit of. A little bit of both. Okay. Man, yeah. he's, he's got their seats. I respect right. it. If we're going to do that, we'll, uh, we'll wait a second, jump into that. And then we'll hop into the fan favorite cornball of the week then. We have a, a couple of decent submissions this week. Dylan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so we'll start off with the NFL one. And so for those of you that watched uh, Sunday Night Football this past week, first, I got to say, I don't know if that turf was playing so fast on Sunday Night Football. I don't know about you, fellas, but as an overbetter myself, fifteen point short, truly sickening to see that performance from both teams. Uh, yeah, the, it was looking great first half, and then just Dak and Jared Goff just happened. But that's okay. Um, so yeah, for those of you that were watching, uh, Connor's man Ezekiel Elliott, which. Thank you so much, Derek, for drafting Saquon Barkley over Zeke. I mean, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, Saquon had 15 for six. It was a beautiful performance. Going to get that framed. But Zeke, he scored a touchdown and then proceeded to pull his shirt up and had a tattoo on his lower belly saying, feed me. I mean, you're like a... 25, 26 year old man. That's what I was going to say. How's he gonna, like, when he's 60 like years old, that's going to just look kids terrible. Cool the feed me tat and some rolls. Looks like you have been fed, boy. And he already is. Yeah, and he already is like getting a little bit bigger. So, like, you know, when he's done playing, he's just going to absolutely let it go. So, definitely a good submission for Cornball of the Week. And then, I mean, we, we could discuss this for a while, but the league one, it's obvious. When 9.05 Central Time hit this morning, we saw what Mr. Aaron Blanchard did. $41 of our fab. I don't have my Somewhere between 20 and 30%. Me, but, uh, yeah, that's a lot of math. money. That's a lot. <laughs> Thank you, financial guy. That's a lot of uh, money on the third and fourth string running backs for the New York Jets. So Arrow spent $41 combined on the Michael P. Ryan and uh, I'm completely Kalen Balage, Mr. 1.7 a carry. And now Arrow's missing. So for those that have seen or heard from Arrow, we need a complete uh, we'll separate out money segment through for Chronicles of the him. Waiver Wire for all the adventures that our league members like to go on. When the clock hits nine oh five on a Wednesday. Oh, and I should have I, said that, mean, that too, goes out saying you obviously, to... but no one else put a bid on those guys. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shouldn't have said it. No, but three. I mean, rostering three. two Jets running backs is incredible. But well, the IR. So yeah, um, but. Spending 41 fab on those guys when Frank Gore is the starter now is just father time. Frank Gore. Any honorable uh, mentions for uh, either cornballs of the week? Yeah. Any runners up? 
Christian. Yeah, uh, I think he's waiver fodder at this point. Up there for cornball of the week. Oh God, yeah. you you did not go with Christian Kirk stats. I got some stats on that later. Thank I God. did. Is he in your starting lineup this week? But uh, he I will not, not really want to bring that up. Um, any group chat discussions? We've had our month monthly uh, wing discussion today, where we talk about beat ups, we talk about wing stop, and we talk about Oscars. We had a few uh, throw ins today with uh, Brent. What are your favorite wing places? I really like tracks. Jukes, Rays, and there's a lock cantina place or something on like 156 in center that might be the one seed, but I try to we'll find just follow that up next month because so that's, I'll have to report back uh, to what the we do here. But I hit all areas. Rays is downtown and midtown. Tracks is 67th and center. Jukes is in downtown Elkhorn. Literally all of Omaha had- right there. <laughs> Have you had Cunningham's? Yes, yeah, so I went to Cunningham Saturday. Captain Barhopper over here. I do like Cunningham. Any other notable good. group chat? I think group chat's been a little quiet besides just piss piss fights. A lot of piss fights just about players and stuff. And nothing. There's been a lot of banter, but nothing of, significant. Nothing That's just par for the course, though. Yeah. I do want to bring this up. I forgot to add it in the notes. I, that, that was, I was going to bring that up next. This is the reason, but we haven't had any trades yet in our league. Nope. Do you think – okay, sorry for stealing Valor there, but we're, do you think it's because we have a second flex now and so people are just kind of scared maybe of making a decision where it could completely alter their lineup? Or do you think it's just like, hey, I like my team. I just want to see what happens. I honestly think people are just so afraid of losing the trade. At least me, myself, is certainly guilty of that. There's just a, there's, it's the probably mixed both. Right a little nurture there where you have your team and you kind of just want to keep it rock solid until you are forced to make a move. And it's, yeah, it's been a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, I liked mine too at one point. Most of us liked our draft. And it's a little too early. No preseason. Obviously, you get your week one overreactions. But I think there's been a couple. I think it picks on up the a little verge bit the of that just haven't gone over the hump. I bet. But I don't know if there'll be any before this week. But I bet the following week, I bet we start to see uh, like the third day of golf. It's moving day where people start to have a better idea of what their team is. And uh, yeah, I threw in a golf reference there. I see that. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but my, I like it. Uh, my hot take of the, really, I guess you could count it as the I, I still think it uh, picks up pretty significantly towards Yes, the you did say that league. last night. I uh... Going back to golf, uh, U.S. Open this week, Wingfoot should be a tough one when it's going to come up somewhere around Fair like enough. plus five or plus six. That... East Coast. Yeah. That's a yeah. I, I that's think the, early I think the one too, right? Be, uh, Isn't it in New York? Above par. So, of course, playing tough, showing its teeth. Uh, we'll see how the weather happens, but tune in. Yeah, that's right. A little 
So well, I like to see the tough guys or the big guys uh, struggle out there. Next we feel kind of golf. Terrible game. All right. That was uh, – we already talked about our waiver additions. We've talked about our Absolutely. lack of possible trades happening in the league. So I guess we'll jump into week two matchups. First one, we got Evan and Tyler. The only one to roll through that one sec. I'm going to pull this up. Yep, absolutely. So Evan and Tyler here. Tyler is 1-0, and and Evan is 0-1. So we will start with Tyler's team here. He's got Mr. Burrow, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Stack Alert, Juju Smith-Schuster, T.Y. Hilton, Dallas Goddard at the tight end, which I do want to talk about him in this matchup. Tyree Kill, Hunter Henry, another team with a two tight end starting lineup. And then Greg Zerline to round us out. Evan, on the other hand, uh, has Cam Newton, Joe Mixon, Ronald Jones, DJ Moore, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Darren Waller, Deontay Johnson, and then Miles Sanders in the second flex with Badgley at kicker as well. I think Brent's required to pick Tyler if he's throwing out two tight ends man, up there. Oh, man. You would think. You would think. So he's not starting Zach Moss? Uh, as of now, he is not. He's going with the two tight end set. And so I wanted to talk about that with Goddard. Trey actually sent that into the group chat. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did. On how after week 10, this is from the absolute GOAT, Ian Hartitz, that him, Goddard, and Zach Ertz have like the similar amount of targets, catches, and touchdowns. 68 targets, 66 targets. Uh, Zach Ertz is 45 for 451 and five touchdowns for a total of 120.1 PPR points. Dallas Goddard is 66 targets, and that's uh, 52 catches for 560 yards and three TDs for a total of 126. That is our points. stack guy. Um, I will not banter on those stats. Last week or last year. That's pure volume going from Brent. That is interesting. I don't know what to think about that. that. You have to think Zach Moss falls one. into the end zone this week. So, yeah, I think that's. Let's uh, here. Look, rapid fire. Uh, I, I might as well. Uh, Connor, should we just fucking leave or what? <laughs> Zach Moss had he had four touches inside the five yard line this week, so you would think that'd be a great stat. But there is an interesting stat about that. Uh, he was third in the NFL last week in red zone rushing opportunities, so he had seven attempts inside the twenty. Wow, he gained one Our yard. That guy is just throwing right hooks. It's not necessarily what you want to hear. You know, being a uh, being a Clyde Edwards Hilaire owner, I will say that is just completely irrelevant. Okay. Singletary has had three uh, goal line carries since he's been in the league. So I mean, Zach is the guy with the high value touches there, but you really just, you kind of wonder if Josh Allen I would is the put, answer on that. I would put Zach Moss into the lineup if I was Tyler, but I am not. Um, I have Evan in this game. I initially wanted to go with Tyler, but seeing that Miles Sanders, I think he logged a full practice today, is looking pretty good. 
uh, yep, full participant in practice, Sanders was. I'm going to go with Evan here. I think Evan uh, gets that first dub of the year, sneaks it out. I think Cam Newton's going to be a dog this year in fantasy. Uh, Evan's got some good wide receiver matchups with Moore, Brown, and Johnson. And I just think uh, Honestly, the star I think power is going to be tight. If Tyler Evan to had Moss and his flex besides Henry, I think I would go Tyler because I like the T.Y. Hilton matchup versus Minnesota's bratty old cornerbacks are throwing out there right now. Uh, I like Chubb, and I guess because I like Hunt too versus Cincinnati this week. And I think uh, Tyreek versus Chargers is a decent play, not the best. But I have to go Evan if he's going to roll out two tight ends. I just can't do it. Yeah, that is an interesting split. They're almost exactly fifty percent each on uh Didn't, between Cream and, and Nick I know it's a negative Kareem game script this week. Then Cream had more touches this week. For Chubb in general, due to the fact that that's his first round. Come on, Stack guy, you should have these pulled up. Yes. Uh give me a second. Eleven. Chubb had Eleven ten carries two. and Cream Hunt had 13. It's a little two-headed Cream monster in his RB. And Nick one had RB one. Two. So, yeah. I like that. He's Not emulating real backfield see. respect. Uh, but I'll, I'll go, Evan. I think I think Cam has a good week in Seattle. Mixon uh, hopefully has a bounce-back week against Cleveland. And Ronald Jones faces the terrible Panthers defense. So, I'm going to go, Evan. All right. This is a big week for uh, for these two teams simply because of the Ronald Jones Fournette, not necessarily matchup, but I think if Ronald Jones this week kind of takes his takes his carries and does them well, or whoa, if he if he's productive from his carries this week, you just kind of wonder if Fournette's ever going to claw back in, and if it becomes Ronald mean- Jones' job. I think Leonard's he means Leonard, top twelve net. running back Fournette. Have we updated his nickname in the records? Uh, he'll always be two net to me, but all right, lock it in. Uh, next, we have this your very own space. Brent. But yeah, Freak we'll go with that. Cruisers as and well. Jackson. Brent, how are we feeling? Let's run through your team. I mean, we're feeling pretty incredible. We can start it off with the legend Josh Allen. Uh, for those of you who didn't see, he did get a visor this week, which essentially is wow getting his glasses. So, <laughs> or for the locals who haven't seen Major League, it's it's Jameis getting LASIK. So, I feel pretty confident. Is that all we got from your team? All right, let's hear it. <laughs> if we can, we get that sound effect in. But a uh, couple interesting stats on that actually. Uh, Yes, uh, Bills ran a lot of four wide receiver sets, and Allen still rushed it for fourteen yards or fourteen times, which is a currently his career record. <laughs> Who is their fourth wide receiver? 
I mean, I'm a stat guy. I'm not a. I'll look, I'm not I'll a depth chart guy. Okay, I'll look that up. But uh, so yeah, so he had record yeah, that, in uh career rushes, career completions, and career passes. Yeah, they ran a lot so of snaps. Pretty incredible day from him. I think those uh Josh Allen MVP flyers are looking good. You're damn right they are, baby. Josh Allen. 2020 MVP, but down in book it down into the running backs. McCaffrey, I mean he's McCaffrey. Although the four targets last year or last week, a little bit concerning, but I mean it's McCaffrey. He'll be all right. Jonathan Taylor, my RB one. Ooh, six targets last week. Philip Rivers targeted his running backs 37 percent of the time. I'm loving that. Uh, down into Edelman. As long as he doesn't drop that wide open one like he did last week, uh, I think we'll be all right there. Allen Robinson. So far he's on the Bears, but we'll see on that one. I uh, will go with Tyler Higby. And then if Galladay doesn't start this week, I'm going to gonna go with DeAndre Swift, actually. A uh, very favorable matchup against Green Bay. And uh, I just, he dominated the yeah, they- targets last week. You don't think he's in the uh, doghouse after not according that drop to uh, coach speak. He is not a cor- he's uh, coach. Uh, the offensive corner is that even better? He's still giving that ball a hundred times out of a hundred. So oh man, Matt Patricia coach speak. Uh, it was not Patricia. Bit, so. right. I don't know. I'll run through uh, any more stats here. Should I run through Jackson's? I mean, Patricia is a defensive minded coach. I have no idea. I have no idea that is. Um. No, that what? is uh, yeah. Sorry, here that uh, the wide receiver four is right, Gabriel Davis. Ah, I, I knew that. I knew that. Almost took away uh, for Jackson's team. Really we bad. have Mr. Patrick Mahomes oh. with a In tough dynasty. matchup. We'll say against the Chargers. Um, Aaron Jones versus Detroit. Uh, the running back opposite of your own Jonathan Taylor. Naheem Hines versus Minnesota this week should be a good play. Uh, DK Metcalf versus New England. If they're gonna let Russ cook, that could be a big. Play this week too. Uh, AJ Green in the wide receiver two slot against Cleveland. Jared Cook against the Vegas Raiders, and then uh, Mark Ingram still getting rolled back out there. Mister probably single digit touches. That's all right. I don't think there's anyone else in C Lamb there in the flex, which is an interesting play. I don't know about this. I think I'm going Brent in a runaway. Yeah, I am going Brent here. Um, I mean, you're not going to find a bigger Josh Allen fan in the country. Uh, wow. Juicy matchup against Miami. McCaffrey and Taylor, uh, I will put this on record Stack here. Out. He's going to be at least a top eight running back the rest of the season in half-point PPR formats. Book it. Write it down. That's Mark. Um, I I like A-Rob matchup against the Giants. Say what you want. I think when this stuff happens, when wide receivers voice out that they're unhappy, they want the ball, they want to be paid, he's just going to continue to get peppered. If they're accurate, we'll see with Trubisky. Um, I think Galladay plays uh, against the pick. And then I do like Hawkinson, actually, and Higby as well. So I'm going to go with Brent here just quick with Jackson. I think Naeem Hines uh, is going to bust quote-unquote, the rest of the season. Sure, 
Sure, he had the catches. I think he was like eight for 45. He had two touchdowns, but the average depth of target for those targets each game with Phillip Rivers, it's not going to be worth anything unless he's breaking tackles and moving it. So even if he catches six balls a game, they might get to 30 yards on that. And Taylor's just going to continue to get more and more touches. So I think Naeem Hines needs to be sold right now. Just a sucker that wants to pay for it. Uh, Metcalf, really tough matchup. But as Connor mentioned, if Russ cooks, anything can happen. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw it flash on the screen a was lot, actually, actually. Super but I didn't want to look at that game uh, too much. I know Brett and I watched that game with some others. Connor, were you able to watch that? He was getting peppered with targets. Yeah. Tyler Boyd <laughs> really kind of disappeared. Yeah, surprisingly, but... Yeah, Green was getting peppered with targets. Burrow missed them on a couple deeper passes, which obviously he'll start to hit here. Jared Cook will start Locked to get a lot of work with Michael right, Thomas we'll jump to our next so game. I think Jackson um, and Brent's a Travers great Jack. game. I'm going to go with Brent here, though. I'll run through Trey's quick. we got Russ Wilson, Derrick Henry, Gurley, Hopkins, Lockett. What a terrible nickname, by the way. Tyler Lock Lockett. Come on, Jonesy. Um, that's tough. Uh, her <laughs> disgusting. That's a tough one. That's uh, bad. First, it's real bad. Uh, Diggs, White, Benson, Watts. Then I'll jump to Jacks, Quake, Lamar, Dwayne, Montgomery, Devonte Adams, Robert Woods, Herndon, Gallup, John Brown, and Zane Gonzalez. I'm surprised this isn't the game of the week. Interesting. Uh, I got a good amount of votes. Um, interesting development, though, with this matchup. John Brown sat out of practice today due to a foot injury. I'm pretty sure he's had feet injury in the past, he too. Has. So let's double check me on that. Okay, I thought so. So if he sits out, that's tough for Jack and then a huge boost for Trey with that matchup against Miami. So. That will be an interesting development. I think this is going to be the highest scoring total matchup of the week combined. Uh, both pretty solid teams with good depth around players that get volume. But I'm going to go with Jack here. Uh, Lamar doesn't even need to be talked about. Jack's running backs will have good looks. Adams and Woods are absolutely go targets. And then I think Gallup has a massive week against a very suspect Falcon secondary. So... I'm going to go with Jack here. No stats on this matchup, stat boy? Okay. I, uh, I'm split. I do have, I do have a couple stats. Uh, I believe it was already brought up, but, uh, Montgomery. No longer Montgomery. Number two graded running back last week in the NFL per pro football focus. A uh, couple. Yeah, we uh we didn't watch that game much, but I went back and saw some of the carries. Actually, had some pretty good bursts, making people miss. So, definitely not the year one mop bum that we saw last year. So interesting to see. Uh, pretty interesting as uh, cause these two right now, at least based off of week one, these two wide receivers are kind of projected to be the potential wide receiver ones in the league due to Michael Thomas being hurt. Hopkins with 43% of his team's target share and Devontae Adams with 42%. I just don't necessarily think Hopkins is going to do that again. 
I also, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring because I think that Washington front seven is going to give Kyler Murray some fits. Uh, go a little more in depth into it later, but that front seven's no joke. And I, I just don't know what that's going to do to Drake's volume, and Kyler Murray's going to be running around for his life. Uh, Robert Woods, love that. How many screenplays did he get? That he, I mean, the whole offense seems to tailor around him. They, Literally. it seems they scheme entire drives just with Robert Woods in different ways of getting him the ball. So for that reason, I'm I'm leaning Jack this week. Do you have a uh, target share? With Woods versus Cal. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually. Uh, Woods was, sorry, I lost my place, 28.6%. And Cooper Cup was 17.9%. So five of the team's 28 targets. So three target difference, but, I mean, Woods are a lot more meaningful. At least it's shown, so. Right. I remember uh, just just quick, um, it was like five minutes left in the game, and the Rams were trying to run the clock out, get it done, and so they ran like a naked boot with Jared Goff, and Cooper Cup streaking wide open down the left side of the field. It would have been an easy, like, Mm -hmm. 50-yard touchdown, and Goff just doesn't pull the trigger. I don't don't think McVay has trust in him to throw the ball. He doesn't go through his progressions at all. He didn't look at Higby a couple times. Josh Reynolds was open up top, and he's just, I mean, he's kind of a one-trick pony right now in that offense. I think they're going to run the ball uh, with the Rams and keep things very horizontal, Um, close to the line. I wish we didn't have to do this, but we're going to go through my and Luke's team. Especially for Cup, so... Uh, uh, my we'll get my lock out of the way early this week. This will be the lowest scoring matchup. Um, <laughs> on my t- broken team, we have Drew Brees, Zeke, feed him, uh, Melvin, maybe RB one his team, but he faces a brutal Pittsburgh defense. Uh, Fuller versus Baltimore, uh, AJ Brown, Evan Ingram, Stonehands. I don't know who I'm going to play my flex spots yet. I don't know if it's worth covering. Uh, we're between Russell Gage, Snell, maybe Connor, maybe Kelly, maybe Godwin if he's not concussed and hopped off Zoom calls for the week. My uh, my flex spots are just totally up in the air at this point, so there's no reason to cover them. Um, Luke's team, Brady, Josh Jacobs, Eckler, Lazard, uh, Mike Evans, Mark Andrews, Devontae Parker, Sutton. This uh, this matchup is one big question mark. We just have people questionable everywhere. It's not great. I don't think there's a, any team who's taken a bigger hit than Luke did in the first two weeks of fantasy football. Yeah, Marlon Mack, Debo Samuel, uh, Mike Evans, Sutton, Devontae Parker. I don't even know who I'm starting, so I, I don't mean, know how you do this. That. But Austin Eckler <laughs> having to deal with Tyrod, it's just terrible. I am going so like with Connor here. And if you hear my voice I don't even know how you can right like now, use your I best judgment on this game at this point. We have just no idea who's playing. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> he there's might a go lot for of 40. injuries, a lot of questionable <laughs> doubt. He's going to have to feed the rest of my team. But I just think Zeke versus Atlanta somehow wills, he wills your team into a victory. Luke's running backs. Right. Jacobs has a tougher matchup. They're going to play okay. from behind, which monitor that on his snap share. We will be talking about this next week. Jacobs snaps and targets will be questionable Rachel. in this matchup here. Eckler, I just don't see Tyrod throwing in the ball that much because he wants to tuck it himself or just throw a 500 play to uh, Mike W. Um, but I, yeah, I literally just think Zeke's going to carry Connor to a win. It might be in the 80s. We'll put an over-under at like yeah. a 149 and a half combined. This is a uh, Big 10 in December yeah, matchup where harder, the ground's hard. Yeah, I'm going to go Connor here to grill. On the ground, absolutely and we're just battling the former, trenches, just throwing haymakers that don't like. matchup here. So... Where do we just ISO, ISO, just, ISO? It doesn't matter about the score as long as you win field position on a Thursday or on a Saturday at 11 a.m. in November, baby. That's what this quick, football is. Quick story time. So I would have to work those stupid ass Iowa games uh, back in the day at Hills. And there was a game, it was like seven degrees, real feel of like negative 18. Minnesota versus Iowa, November matchup. I mean, they're probably Desmond Keene back to return the punt. I can't even tell you how many times I heard that because it was just run the ball up the middle, run the ball up the middle. Just feel oh, we're trying game. to get away from it. Why do you have to come back to it? Game. Terrible. That's the Big Ten for you. So to get back to the matchup real quick. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I know a lot of there's literally no band of brother bias. <laughs> I if love I that could vote against the one eyebrowed bandit over here. I would love to. But the the league vote this year or this week was eight votes for Luke to win and two for Connor. And I am the other vote for Connor. Simply just Luke's team, he's got some he's got some positives. Uh Austin at, or uh Mark Andrews. I think honestly, I think he finishes tight end one or two this year. Uh he ran a route on eighty seven percent of Lamar's dropbacks. I mean that's just I think he's a top two or three tight end in the NFL this year. Obviously Kelsey. But that Kittle's news, we'll see. But Austin Eckler, one reception. We'll get to Kittle. We'll get to him. One reception last week. Yes. I mean, unless they switch to Herbert, I just I just don't like rest of season and I don't like his matchup this week. Do you think it even gets better with Herbert out there for Eckler? Yes, it can't get worse. And that's my only it just can't get worse. <laughs> they go from so, Philip Rivers who averaged 17 targets to RBs last year to I think they got four or five. But when the pocket breaks down instead of the dump off, Herbert's just going to get happy feet and run. You'd imagine. But it's not like 
Ty God dumped this it is, off. This is semantics. He'd throw it that's out. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's just going to be stats. the exact same. Yeah, I mean, marginally. I love Josh way, Kelly. It's, it's not looking good. Yeah. Josh Kelly. We're, arg- that dude, we're arguing he's, over he's nothing. He's a Bruin. That dude lives. Typical mafia. <laughs> yeah. I might mafia. be. I would have five Kelly, guys I can decide between. He lives football, too. I just... That dude's a gamer. He's a pa- I think it's a Pac-12 guy, so that's kind of surprising. Right. But yeah. I really don't know him place Connor, where he totally depends on Mr. Concussion and uh, Mr. Whatever I was, ankle. I was meaning to bring that up for him this week. I think you should. And Josh, go for it. No, all you. Do you think it's me high scoring? Pride. And Josh Jacobs against New Orleans, which I think that's gonna be a high scoring game. And four targets. Is that over under at? I don't think it should be very high scoring. Dylan, what do you think? I think I think the Vegas New Orleans is gonna be high scoring. I don't think Michael Thomas is that big of a they'll scheme it. He's more of a scheme right now Noodle. with Drew Brees. I I don't know. Breeze uh, has to crow hop to get the ball 15 yards down the field. So I think the Raiders' defense isn't the best. So like Brent said, they'll probably be able to scheme up a lot of play action. It does have a high over. To Cook, Sanders, 51 and Camara and a going a little bit. Taysom Hill will probably score three touchdowns on a primetime game. That's Sean Payton's uh, I like that under pride and joy there on primetime to get him going. Um, what's it at? 49? I think that's highest of the week. I didn't even look at that. I mean, that's just pure analysis right there. I would probably go – I would, yeah, I'd go with the under, um, just back to it then with Jacobs. When they're down, I had them last year. It could be different. I If they can't get the ball going, running the ball, I right. just don't we're, see Jacobs. We're going to have to move on. There's no reason we should be talking about my that. team in this matchup yeah. for that long. So, Dylan, the rest you're going to go You're playing Arrow this week. Really the mystery man. So happy with Mr. Mel Carton. No offense, Luke. but And so, for that reason, I'm going Connor. Yep. Haven't heard, haven't heard from. So, yeah, uh, check out Omaha underscore Mafia on Twitter. We uh, Evan had a really great tweet. Uh, about a newsletter. We'll uh, PayPal you later for that. Uh, still finding funds for it. But, yep, we got Arrow this week, the uh, hidden forgotten man. Uh, so my team, not too many changes in the lineup besides one. Uh, we got Matt Ryan, uh, Mostert, and then Malcolm Brown at running back position. So I do want to know that uh, Malcolm Brown, number four running back on the league this year. No one wants to trade for him. That's fine. Uh, then we got Julio. Uh, the O in Julio is actually a zero, and then he put parentheses TD. So zero touchdowns because he would never want to do that, but we'll take the volume. Uh, DJ Chark at the wide receiver two. Greg Kittle, who's not practicing this week, but should be expecting to play. Clyde Edwards in the flex because he's the later game. Luke, take notes. Marvin Jones in the second flex, and then Robbie Gold at kicker. You guys can break Arrow's team down, and then I'll go back into mine. Uh, we got Dak, Kamara. Single carries is RB2. That's, uh, so, sorry. Uh, McLaren, Cooper, Gesicki, 
Odell, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard practicing. So yeah. Did he practice today? For some reason, I was thinking he was out today. Uh, I have no idea. They played on oh, Monday, right. so they might have you're been right. off today. They might have been off today. Um, but no, we can go into my team. Uh, so we'll just start with that stack again, Brent. I don't know if you heard it, but the yeah. Julio, uh, this O in it is zero touchdowns. Um, but really juicy matchup here. Falcons, uh, Cowboys is going to be an absolutely incredible game. I wish three of us were going to that. But uh, I really like the stack there. Shootout potential. The Cowboys are like four and a half point favorites, I want to say. So Matt Ryan's going to be playing from behind. They're going to get their targets, air the ball out. Mostert has the Jets. And so the Jets have a pretty solid front line with Quinn and Williams. But injuries to the wide receivers, uh, Kittle, I think they're going to try to run the ball. And pretty cool with Mostert. I don't know if you have a stat on any of these. My guys, Brent, feel free to chime in. Five targets last week. Kind of the knock on Mostert was not getting any targets, but he's getting four to six targets. It's probably a lot, but a couple a week. I'm super happy with that. Malcolm Brown, the number four running back on the year. Eagles defense. Eagles got a pretty good uh, front line too, but as we talked about with the Rams, they want to run the ball, throw those quick hitters and whatnot, so I like him. DJ Chark, disappointing, only three targets last week, but I think the Titans get up on the Jags early. Going to be playing from behind, get some garbage time looks. Kittle will be fine. He's going to play. I like the matchup with no other pass catchers. Clyde Edwards against the Chargers. Tough for defense, but I mean, I think Clyde breaks out catching the ball. And then I really like Marvin Jones against the Packers here. So really happy with my lineup. Uh, excited what we're going to do here. Yeah, I'm going Dylan. I'm going Dylan. I don't I don't know if that we need to really dive in arrows. Uh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. I can give this a couple week. things, but if you guys want me to just oh one interesting stat. Give me your favorite so stat. Let's hear it. The Saints ran the ball on an eight man box. Sorry. Their of their rushes, seventy one percent of their rushes were against an eight man box in week one. That stat line that Kamara put up was a little concerning. It was yeah. twelve for sixteen, right? Running backs matter, though. We should be paying them a lot of money. We should be paying them twelve to fifteen million dollars a year. But I digress. We don't need don't I don't need to go on our soapbox this week. Yeah. Um, we'll jump into our game of the week. Reed versus Zarek. Interesting choice for game of the week. Uh, I think. I think the uh, just group chat on what's going to happen starting from about six o'clock tomorrow night to the end of Monday Night Football, I don't know if they got any Monday guys, is the reason why. Those two... This is definitely more of a game of the week because of the yelling from sideline to sideline rather than the actual product that's going to be displayed on the pitch. I agree completely. Um, I can break it down here, just read it through quick. Uh, Rito's team, we got Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook, David Johnson, Tyler Boyd. Mm. Yeesh. Yikes. Mm. Calvin Ridley, Travis Kelsey, Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, Matt Prater. And then with Zarek, Aaron Rodgers over Deshaun Watson. Saquon Barkley, 15 for 6. Thank you again, Z. Chris Carson, the 6 carry man. Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Nikhil Harry, 
Brandon Cooks, uh, and then Harrison Butker. Wow. I think Reed wipes the floor with Zarek's team this week. Yeah, I... Uh... I think I would maybe throw someone else in different reads flex than yeah. Boyd, but I still don't think it really moves the needle at all. Well. I already brought up. I just I'm a little scared, honestly. Of I just don't think Kyler has a good day. Washington isn't obviously regarded as a great defense in general, but that front seven I think is going to give them fits. I mean, they yeah. put Wentz on his ass the entire time, literally almost every. I think it, I think it took like eight sacks. I want to say, and the honestly, the Kyler checkdowns are a little concerning. Obviously, the first week it's going to work. Yeah, but they do not air the yeah, ball so out. Yeah, a little stat on that: Christian Kirk, Mister Point Five Man, had five targets this week. You just oh, had to bring absolutely. him up, didn't you? I mean, I got to bring him in somehow. So There's, obviously, you you can bring him up yeah, off the waiver wire. So five targets this week. A little scary stat: those five targets accounted for thirty-seven percent of Kyler's air yards. The guy just doesn't throw the ball besides screens. And I think eventually they'll press. One of the, A couple teams will press and sell out, and we'll see what happens. So that's a little concerning. DJ against Baltimore, a little concerning. Boyd, but also with that, that gap, with I do like Sanders, obviously. But uh, uh, Traquan Smith was on the field for more than Sanders last week. And Sanders, uh, four tar- or four red zone targets were in that final drive, so not as lucrative of play as I think we uh, potentially would think. But I do think that's gonna be a high scoring game. But I, I do have Reed. Yeah, I uh, I really like Dalvin Cook against the Colts there. Uh, as I mentioned with my matchup, Ridley has a juicy one against the Cowboys too, and. Since Julio doesn't catch the touchdown, someone's going to have to uh, really like Kelsey too this week. And so I think he has some tough matchups with Barkley and Carson. Uh, Thielen has a good matchup. Keenan Allen not looking too hot for him. Ertz, Harry, or Cooks, honestly, dealing with injuries or just lack there of volume. So I'm going to go with Reed here. And I think that uh, Z starts the year off 0-2. Wow. So... Another we'll concerning stat on uh, Chris Carson is Seahawks also 71% of their rushes were against an eight-man box. When you only get six rushes, that's a little concerning. There you have it. That's some... And, I mean, when you got a below-average coach don't like me started. too, I mean, I average. don't want my back. I don't know if I'd <laughs> stupid below average, I personally, but. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my running For back. Sure. We don't need to uh, have a two-hour episode tonight. Well, that's a good recap. Uh, Locks of the, the week. I got weekly couple. matchups were bolstered by our uh, stack guy, Brent, newly appointed. Uh, I like the information they brought this week. Let's wrap it up with some, some locks. What do we got? I already gave one of my locks, so uh, let's see. Brent. All right. right. I, uh, I like Seattle this week. So uh, last year they were 32nd in uh, – throw rate on first and second down and last week they were uh, first in the league so i like i like their over in the first half that's weird when you use like 
arguably a top two, maybe even the best quarterback in the league, you use him on lucrative for sure. downs. So that's, that's one to look out for. Also, Cleveland Browns, uh, three of their linemen are questionable for next week or for tomorrow. So that's something to watch out for. Maybe uh, Bengals keep it close. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I got two here. Once we're going back to the teaser, the Colts are dead to me, but it's going to be the seven point again, and we are going to go with Bengals at plus 13, and then we're going to take the under, so that would be at 50 and a half then. Short week, Browns are uh, banged up a little bit, as Brent mentioned. I'm going with the Bengals on that. And then my second one, uh, Brent and I talked about this, so this is a combined one. Uh, the Chiefs absolutely waxed the Chargers this week. So I like eight and a half. I think they went by 17. There we go. I like those. I still am going back. I also like uh, Bills. Since Connor doesn't have one, I'll throw in Bills five and a half too. A little parlay of Bills, Ravens, Chiefs. Lock it in. I like the under for the uh, little money. Vegas, New Orleans. little money line? No. no, I want the spread. I want the juice. Oh. Under. I like that. For Vegas, New Orleans. Connor, okay. Connor, you like the under? I like that under. I like that under, of, too. Maybe we could. Uh, 12 of 15 games before the 730 game last week. Uh, hit the over, though. That doesn't mean anything to me. Just one of the three. All right. You guys got anything else? You guys, I'm good. Uh, very excited for week two. If any uh, trades come through, definitely we'll be talking about it. But stay tuned for the hit list coming out here soon. I'll start writing that matchup article. It's but, been a uh, pleasure. Uh, I like episode. the energy brought today. I like the inputs we got from each of us, and especially Brent stepping up uh, with less banter and more stats. So looking forward to great things to come.